Hello, hello, beautiful people. Happy Saturday, December 19th. I, uh, <laughs> wow, I guess I have a lot to catch up on. Yesterday was a pretty interesting day. I started it off with a meeting with my team, who were absolutely amazing and helped me with getting out of some of my work funk. And then I kind of had a chill day, and then I had a two-hour conversation with an old friend who is also in recovery, and we continue to support each other and cheerlead and evolve and grow and talk about all the things, which is awesome. And I, you know, I needed some perspective and I knew it. And then I topped the day off with, oh my God, I can't wait for you guys to meet him. His name is Tim Ringgold, and he is going to be either on Christmas Day's episode or New Year's Day. I'm not exactly sure which one um, because there's a, a gambling initiative. Bernie, who you guys met on an earlier episode, reached out to me, and he's doing some sort of a launch. I don't know all the details yet, but I'm meeting with him and some of his colleagues today to record. So... If we need to do the timeliness of it, we will do it for Christmas. I got to sort through that. But anyway, I was on, (laughs) I was interviewing Tim for almost two hours. And I know that in the past I've split the episodes, but I I think I'm going to just keep it as it is. I mean, I was so fascinated and I could have talked to him for another I could have talked to him all weekend. He was just so freaking badass. And we didn't even stick to what we wanted to talk about. So I think that there's so many, so much, I don't know, value in what he had to say and so much perspective. I think that's why I'm so excited because he presented things that we talk about here just in a different way that made light bulbs go off for me. And uh, yeah, that's going to be my Christmas gift to you, like no doubt you getting to meet Tim. So that was just, it was just what I needed. And and now I'm running a little late for when I like to talk to you guys, but I didn't set the alarm. I did get up at six, but I haven't been in a big rush yet today. Um, I'm going to be podcasting and taking care of like chores. I got some Christmas presents to wrap and I'm going to one of my friends in recovery's house tonight for dinner. And yeah, I I like life is good. I got I got focus for the weekend. I just spent almost an hour on the phone with my mom catching up. There's some there's some shitty stuff going on, you know, in, in the world. We have some some sick friends with COVID. Um, one of them is in the hospital and it's scary. And um I've been I've been telling the universe to to take care of him anyway in some other respects the last couple of weeks. So I think I believe that it's going to turn out fine because it has to because, you know, this guy's family and uh, yeah, it's important. So we are going to think positive thoughts about that and we are going to just truck on through our Saturday. So what does our reading say today? Thank you for catching up with me and let me give you the update. So St. Augustine says, for what is faith unless it is to believe what you do not see? 
Faith is one of life's intangibles that fires our recovery. Faith is trusting in what we cannot see, what we cannot feel, cannot yet feel, and what we cannot yet even envision. When we were gambling or drinking or using, most of us believed in nothing we could not sense. Little by little, because our belief in ourselves was so uncertain, our world grew smaller. We had shrunk in fear. Now our world is expanding again. Step by step, we venture out from behind the walls, some of us only in broad daylight, others taking the proverbial step in the dark. Our faith means we must trust the process of recovery, that we must trust ourselves just a little, that we trust God. Faith gives us everything to live for because it gives us hope. Today, give me faith in what I cannot see, in what I cannot yet know. (laughs) I remember what just showed up for me when I was reading this to you was I had some crazy ass views about faith and religion. I honestly, this was my thinking once upon a time. How did all of these people get so brainwashed? And again, this is in the past, so please don't get mad at me, but this is the way I used to think about it, was I thought that church was such a racket and such a scam, and I really just wondered, how did everybody get so brainwashed into whatever this whole church thing was and faith thing was. I just couldn't wrap my head around it and I couldn't get past if I couldn't see it, it wasn't true or I couldn't believe in it. And this was very narrow-minded thinking, of course. And in retrospect, it it sounds so absurd even just saying it. And as I've said to you and to many others, I believe that this round of recovery, the biggest difference is having faith and having spirituality. And that's another reason why I'm excited about the Tim interview is we talk about that in a little, he has a really unique definition of spirituality that I really liked and and it was very clear to me. But having faith, especially this year, has been a game changer for me. That's the difference between... I believe me not gambling or drinking all year and drinking and gambling all year, like having faith that it'll all be okay or that everything has a purpose and a, and a reason. So I don't think, well, I don't know how one develops faith. Like I don't know what the actual action steps are. I imagine it's a different journey for everybody. You know, they have to see it themselves I think that yesterday's reading where it talked about, I think, the the grace of us still being alive and not being dead because of our addiction might be one of those observations that might give us a little faith. Or just needing comforted or letting go of something might be another reason to have faith. I will tell you that it releases the pressure. If we're hanging on to the pressure that gives us a good excuse to gamble or drink or do whatever the thing is, if we hang on to that, it, like I said, it gives us an excuse to continue doing those things. But if we find faith and we're able to relinquish some of that stress and those things, then it makes us have a better opportunity to not relapse and to not use the things. That's my that's my work in theory 
on faith. And I think that that's another one of those potential gifts in recovery is having having faith. Like I don't I don't know that I would have discovered it or figured it out otherwise. Honestly, I think I would have been just in my shallow closed mind of like churches for all those people that are brainwashed and I'm going to just continue to live my life. My life is just fine without having a higher power or God or a connection to anything. And who knows where that would have took me. That's funny. I often think the, the all my ideas that just keep running, especially now that I only have to worry about like me and the, the, the work that I care to do. I don't have to worry about someone else's work is I think it would be fun to write a book about like a what if book. Like what if I never found recovery? Like and and plan out the different routes of where I would land. And, and in some some ways I envision this like even though the path might be different, I see the the results being the same in some cases or the results being different. I don't know if I'm making sense. But it, it's just this this way like I wonder a little bit about how my life would turn out with what ifs I don't know why I think this way sometimes but I do and um yeah I totally lost my train of thought what else is new at at any rate I have faith that everything is supposed is is happening the way it's supposed to happen and once I make that shift and even though like the last couple of weeks have kind of been moody. I know that in the back of my head. So it's good that it's always there. I just wasn't doing a good job of like releasing the pressure and, and letting go of letting go of the shit. I was, I was <clears throat> almost like letting the shit drag me down almost because I felt entitled to be pissy pants and um, having faith that even that process has value Maybe that's what was supposed to happen. Maybe maybe you're out there and you had a pissy pants couple weeks and you needed to know you're not alone. Maybe that's why I went through the journey. Maybe it was so that I would reach out to the old friend I chatted with yesterday. Maybe there was value. Like we him and I talked about ripple effects yesterday, which was another like thing he had never thought of. He had given me a little credit on impacting some of his thinking. And now he's working on the front lines with people who have OD'd or that are in treatment. And I said, well, I guess technically I'm helping the people that, you know, you're working with. If I helped you and you learned stuff from me and then you're helping them. And uh, I, I was kind of teasing him because obviously he's doing the hard work. But there is value in the things that we hear and see and learn from other people and then how it fits in our personality especially if we share those things. And sometimes we may share them without even knowing we're sharing them. But that's something that I I can connect faith to that with the logic of everything happens for a reason. Every conversation, every highlight, every struggle, like it all has purpose, whatever that purpose is. And maybe we don't know until 30 years later. Maybe we know the next day. But that's that's kind of the beauty of the faith and and just taking that weight off of our shoulders and and just relinquishing it. I think I think 
you can't move forward if you're bogged down with all the shit. And I think faith helps helps subsidize that. Oh, I got to tell you something funny. Um, I don't know if subsidize was even the right word. Faith helps relieve some of that. But my mother was looking for a word as we were talking. And the word we were looking for was substantiate. But she's like... <laughs> I'm sorry, this is cracking me up. Instead of saying substantiate, she said circumcised. <laughs> Could you imagine misplacing those two in a sentence? That's the funniest thing. So that's that's my little laugh for the day on how I'm going to leave this. Um, I hope that you guys have a great weekend. Uh, take time to savor the ones that you love. You know, it's it's again a hot hot topic when... When the people you're impact uh, you're surrounded with, or the people you care about, are impacted by COVID and and just stuff, the stuff that we don't love or think that we want or need, just just be good. Spend time with the ones you care about right now. Tell everybody that you love them and that you care about them, and and be kind to yourself. That's my that's my lecture for the weekend. All right, beautiful people. I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you.